The Italian Wine Podcast is introducing a new donation drive this month. It's called Why Am I a Fan? We are encouraging anyone who tunes in on a regular basis to send us your 10-second video on why you are a fan of our podcast network or a specific show. We will then share your thoughts with the world with the goal of garnering support for our donation drive. Italian Wine Podcast is a publicly funded, sponsor-driven enterprise that needs you in order to continue to receive awesome free wine edutainment seven days a week. We are asking our listeners to donate to the Italian Wine Podcast by clicking either the GoFundMe link or the Patreon link found on italianwinepodcast.com. Remember, if you sign up as a monthly donor on our Patreon, we will send you a free IWP t-shirt and a copy of the Wine Democracy book, the newest Mama Jumbo Shrimp publication. Welcome to this special Vinitali International Academy 2022 Taormina Gourmet and Mount Etna Gita Scolastica series. The last week of October took a team of our staff and 15 Vinitali International Academy ambassadors to the annual Taormina Gourmet event hosted by Cronaca di Gusto, and then on to explore several vineyards and wines on Mount Etna. Of course, we documented the whole experience. Listen in as Cynthia Chaplin narrates her travel adventures. And remember, if you prefer written content, just go to our blog on italianwinepodcast.com. Now, on to the show. Wednesday morning began with a little bit of scienza, with Il Professore presenting a session on his latest research at Il Picciolo Etna Golf Resort and Spa, translated by yours truly, with many thanks for such a supportive audience. Scienza's groundbreaking work is extremely important for the future of our industry, and everyone in the room was engaged and attentive. Keep your eyes open for the new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged, coming soon with an entire chapter of Scienza's new material, plus many other updates and fresh content. We also recently published Il Professore's new book, Vine and Prejudice, Fake Science and the Search for the Perfect Grape, a must-read for anyone interested in the science behind the wine and all of you wine geeks out there. Another bus ride on Etna's winding roads took us high up on the volcano into the vineyards of Altamora with Alberto Cusumano and enologist Reno for a visit to their Etna Rosa vineyard at over 900 meters above sea level, where they expected to begin the harvest the very next day. An intensely hot summer with only a small amount of rain was saved by the huge diurnal temperature shifts common to this region. Cultivated completely in Alberello style, which is very hard work and 10 to 15 times more expensive than guillot training, the vineyard's fruit represents thousands of man-hours of labor. We walked even higher to the Guardiolo Crew Vineyard at almost 1,000 meters above sea level. The vines are over 150 years old in this three-hectare plot, and the sun pouring down on us prompted Kojo to comment, it's hotter here than in midday at Ghana. Needless to say, despite the incredible experience of sitting among these spectacular vines, it was a bit of a relief to head down to the modern winery at a mere 550 meters above sea level. We tasted Altamora's 2021 Caracante Etna Bianco DOC, made with grapes from a blend of vineyard plots using indigenous yeast, no malolactic fermentation, and aged six months on lees in steel. The wine was fresh with a good balance of fruit and acid, notes of grapefruit, lemon verbena, and a very nice mouthfeel. Etna Rosso 2019 was almost 100% Nerello Mascalese, a very pretty transparent ruby color with violet reflexes and a nose of mixed black and red fruits. 
This wine ferments in steel at 28 degrees Celsius for 16 days with no pumping over, only one punch down per day. The cap is completely hand-maintained. Spends eight to nine months in large bote and tonneau. The wines from the old vines of the Guardiola Cru 2017 vintage were made from hand-selected grapes with 30-day fermentation in steel and transferred to Bote for two years, refined in bottles for three years. This wine gave us a lot to talk about with the oak very present, the fruit subdued, and the tannins a bit chalky. Alberto believes this will age very well and we will be keeping our eye on it. Palmento Costanzo was our lunch venue, where Valeria Agosto di Costanza herself greeted us with cool glasses of refreshing Etna Bianco 2020 on her magnificent terrace overlooking rolling hills and vines in Contrada Santo Spirito, facing north at 600 to 800 meters above sea level. Beginning in 2010, the old Palmento here was respectfully restored with creative architecture, incorporating modern technology without losing the history of the original building. This family estate is looking forward to the return of their daughter, who is studying viticulture and currently working in France. Using 20% French oak in the maturation process, we found the wine to have a more tempered acidity and rounder mouthfeel, likely also due to the 10% of Caterato included in the blend. Etna Bianco 2020 from Contrada Cavalieri, grown facing southwest at 1,000 meters above sea level, was beautifully elegant, full of iodine and texture like clean, clear seawater, as remarked by many of our ambassadors. Interestingly, the black strip at the bottom of the all-white label was rough with the feel of the black volcanic sand so prevalent in the soil here, very evocative of the terroir. Tasted again 30 minutes later, this wine was still complex with a subtle structure, a gentle phenolic grip, and excellent balance. Italian Wine Podcast, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Bianco 2020 Dissay was 100% Caracante with a fresh, vertical, mineral, citric, green feel, reminding us of fresh parsley. Etna Rosso 2017, 100% Narella Mascalese, was aged 24 months in oak barrels and gave a gorgeous aroma of balsamic herbs, licorice, ripe cherry, plums and prunes, orange rind, caramel, and soaked dried fruit, rich with baking spice and refined tannins. The cantina is also making Methodo Classico Brut Rosé, 100% Norello Mascalese, 24 months on yeast, and a still rosé aimed at a Provençal style. Rounded off by a project using amphora to mature Caracante, this cantina was a very interesting contrast to those we had visited so far, and we were all very grateful for the stunning lunch, particularly the artichokes and puff pastry, a huge favorite of our food and wine journalist colleague Fosca Tortorelli. We rounded out our visits for the day at Palmento Caranco, a joint project between partners Tornatore from Etna and Borgogno from Piemonte. Young enologist Andrea Ferinetti from Borgogno described the investment which began here in 2018 as just a minute between tradition and innovation. The old Palmento was still in use until 2008, but the new wines are currently being made at Tornatore's facilities until the renovation at Caranco is completed. The property covers eight hectares, including a Zen garden of trees, and everything they do is about the future, which will include the Villa de Baroni Resort, a cellar facility, a shop, and a tasting room when it's all complete, hopefully sometime in 2023. Using some French and some Slavonian oak, this is a very small production, experimenting and learning as they go. 
Originally, they vinified by varietal, but learning that Norello capucha was necessary in the reds to be, quote-unquote, the shoulders and provide color and structure, they changed their plans. Their Ervu, or RV in English, is a reserva wine, which falls outside of the DOCG regulation, using oak maturation for only one and a half years. The wine itself is a sour cherry party in a glass, using semi-carbonic maceration and meant to be served chilled for friends. In a totally different style, the Etna Bianca Contrada Caranco 2022 was made with some use of untoasted new oak and presented with an acidity balanced by acacia notes, lemon, lime, and thyme, with a soft body and an irresistible saline and phenolic grip. The Japanese-inspired labels on the bottles are taken from a painting created by Andrea himself after a trip to Japan, which got him thinking about Mount Fuji and Mount Etna and the respect for nature held by all people who live on volcanoes around the world. This evening we had dinner at San Giorgio e il Drago in Randazzo, and it was a completely rollicking affair with heaps of delicious food, an atmosphere of camaraderie between our ambassadors, the Italian journalists who joined us throughout the week, and several producers. Aside from having a pile of plates smashed over me and being somewhat fragrant with pesto sauce, I have to say this was a particularly entertaining evening filled with amazing hospitality, serious wine talk, lots of great tastings, and a huge amount of fun. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.